Well, I don't even know where to begin. Um, they lost. Streak is over. They finally dropped their first loss to the Denver Broncos. Um, first time we're doing a live reaction post game. I usually never do this, so get ready, Chiefs Kingdom. Welcome to the Keem Connect podcast. This is a Kansas City Chiefs podcast, and you're with your host, producer, Eric Pardis. Uh, welcome to Keem Connect. Um, your Kansas City Chiefs, they dropped to 6-2 and two as we did not take care of business against the Denver Broncos. Sean Payton's going to be having that job for a long time because he finally ended the streak, and I give him props. I have not been a Sean Payton fan all year. I have voiced that, but I give him props. He uh his team his team capitalized today. They brought it and uh kudos to them. Uh they they deserve the win as as hard as it is to say that. The 16 uh the streak ended at 16 games won. I mean and it's impressive. I mean it's an, it's definitely impressive to hold a streak against a team. But Streaks were meant to be broken. They, they they don't they don't last forever. They they never have. I mean that's just that's just what it is. Um, even though some may feel forever, they just they just never end, uh, or they eventually end. I should say. Um, can't even talk correctly because I'm I'm still trying to you know wrap my mind around it. It's frustrating. It, it really is. Um, if you get on the Broncos Twitter page, they posted uh, a video of the Undertaker when he lost his streak to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Um, as a as a wrestling, I'm a wrestling fan too, so I found it pretty funny. It was clever. It was the right thing to use because no one ever thought the streak would end with that. If you are a wrestling fan and understand the importance of the Undertaker, um, but besides the point, also heard that they uh, they they were blasting Taylor Swift uh, as everybody was leaving, and you know, well played by them. Um, it's a, it's it's hard. It, it's it's hard to understand and accept what happened. And you have to accept it. I mean, look what happened last year when we lost to the Colts. Um, that was definitely a humbling game, and look what the end game was. Granted, I think our situation was a little bit better offensively. Um, in this game, this game that we played today, I think was a lot worse than the Colts game, but it was a humbling game because I, I don't think the Chiefs are going to play like this moving forward um, because they just can't, and it's just not in their DNA to just to keep repeating this. Um, there was something out there about like, man, this really felt like a, an Alex Smith type of coached game where, you know, you're, you're, you feel like you're coaching Alex Smith out there. And, and it felt like that. It, it really did. I, um, I don't even know where to start. 
you know, we're going to try to make this quick. I'm not, I'm just going to be bouncing all everywhere because this is, it's hard. It's, it's, it's a hard game to really wrap your mind around. I mean, defensively, I mean, it started off shaky. I mean, you get, you give up the score. Um, I mean, you give up the score on your first drive or your first defensive drive. Now we started off on offense, but you give up the score and um, it, they were running the ball pretty, pretty good down the middle for the most part. I mean, they they were shutting down the run on some plays, but they you could tell that we missed Nick Bolton out there. I credit Drew because he has played very well this uh, season, but you there's a clear there's clear cut reason why Drew or not Drew why Nick is needed in the uh, the middle. Um, especially on earlier downs and you, you know, he's obviously the starter for a reason. And I, and I don't think anybody expected Nick Bolt to not ever be the starter, but you know, he's more physical on earlier plays. He has more, he's more instinctual against the run and drew simply did not have a good game. I mean, he got hurt. He got banged up on some plays and um, you know, he made a few, I mean, I, I guess I could take it back. He had, he had a few good plays, but it, overall it was just not a good game from him. Um, the linebackers were pretty banged up. I mean, you out there, you had Cam Jones, Jack Cochran at a point. Yeah. You had Leo Chanel, Jack Cochran and Cam Jones. Leo Chanel is your fourth best linebacker. That's just not a good, that's just not a good recipe out there. Um, this defense, this defense did have. A, I, I will say this. De- this this was not a good performance from the defense at all. It wasn't. I mean, you let you let Russell Wilson have his way with you for the most part. I mean, he did have five sacks or five or six sacks. I you know I will have to go back and look at it real quick. I'm just gonna pull up. Okay. Um, so, uh, Drew did lead the team in tackles. He had 11 tackles. He did have a sack. So, I mean, I guess I can't say he played horrendous, but there were a lot of plays where you were like, um, Drew, you need, you need a, you need to play the run a lot better. And, uh, you know, you, you just, and he was biting on play action too. The linebackers were just not good overall. Um, you know, I. Sorry, I got a message real quick. Didn't mean to cut off real quick uh, on you guys. Um, so, I know Leo and Drew both had a sack, and they were and they were critical sacks. They they were they 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 were on key downs. Um, I think Leo's actually got us off the field, but it just they were bad against the run that that was the biggest thing that i had the issue with the linebackers today they just weren't really good against the run i mean that's why uh javante williams yeah he had you know he had 80 you know 27 carries for 85 yards i mean that's a lot of carries i mean for only you'd only get 80 you know 80 yards but still and they were pounding the ball away and our linebackers were getting pushed back and our d line couldn't really get them I mean, they were stopping them on some, but not a lot. And I'm going to watch the All-22. Like I said, this is the first time we're ever doing a live reaction at post-game. I never do this. So this is why um, you could tell that 
you know, I'm fired up, you know, I'm kind of hesitant on what I'm saying because I'm just trying to still wrap my mind on a lot of things. Usually I give myself a day or two to kind of think about it. But I, I, I just want to move on to Germany. Like, I, I don't even want, like, tomorrow, usually I do the po, uh, po, the review uh, episodes on Mondays. Like, starting tomorrow, I just already want to be going towards Ger- Germany. And I think that's where the team is heading to now. They're going to forget about this game. And, at, you know, not you're going to have to learn from the mistakes from it. You know, they're not going to just pretend like there wasn't mistakes. But they're going to move on from this. Um. But back on our defense, George Karloftis was a menace today. He had two and a half sacks. So I will say George Karloftis played good. Um, Mike Dana had a sack. We had sacks. You know that that there wasn't no denying that we had you know sacks and we weren't you know we weren't getting initially we weren't getting pressure. Then we started to get pressure, and uh, that was the only thing that I will say that was pretty productive from this defense. Uh, McDuffie played well. Justin Reed did not play well in coverage wise. Uh, he did have the block uh, field goal attempt, which was which was awesome. I, I loved seeing that, but he was not good in coverage today. Um, Legarius Sneed, probably the worst game I've probably seen Sneed play in a long time. Um, there was no excuse for any of those penalties today. I mean, he was just handsy. Just couldn't stop, you know, grabbing Sutton. And I, I know there was the push off initially, but you know, Sutton won most of those matchups. And I and I just it was just not a good game from Legarius Sneed. Costly penalties. You know, you just couldn't have that. I mean, McDuffie played extremely well. McDuffie was sticking his nose in a lot of the play, especially playing the run. Um, and I don't care if Justin Reed uh had six tackles. I mean, you just gotta be better today. And I'm usually a Justin Reed guy. I am. I I do think that some some people try to give him more of a bad rap, and I think that he plays better than what people are actually giving you know credit. They're they're not giving him the credit that he deserves. But I will say today he doesn't deserve a lot of credit. He played bad today. Um, you know, Chris Jones was getting you know he was getting double teamed, but he was getting held a lot. And I'm not making excuses. I think, you know, the one thing I will say. For you know, fans of other teams, they cannot say that we have the refs in our bad pockets. I mean, we were penalized heavily today, and deservingly so. I mean, we we committed them. I mean, that's just what it is. Um, a man who would have had a sack if 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 if, if Snead didn't have his hold. Um, he would have one and a half today. But uh, yeah, Karloftis. Karloftis played, you know, played good. I mean, he he was relentless. I, I I have to admit that was probably the really only good highlight from the defense was George Karloftis today. Um, despite Drew and Leo having sacks as well, and they were crucial sacks. But the, like I said, I think the linebacking core just wasn't good overall. Um, they definitely missed Nick Bolton and Willie Gay went out. That that didn't help. I mean, they lost Willie Gay and losing him. And, you know that you lose that athleticism, you lose that speed. That 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 hurts. That hurts you. And I think Willie Gay has been playing extremely well. Turk Wharton did not have a good game. Derek Nottie did not have a good game. Uh, Mac Dickerson did not have a good game. I mean, it just wasn't good at all. Um, you know, Mike Edwards came up with a few plays. 
You know, and there was a lot of times where we did hold that we held the offense. I mean, there was a lot of times where the, you had to give the credit to the defense. And I did, I did tweet that that you know if you, you know, thank God for this defense because we should have been, we should have been, uh, we should have been down freaking by thirty points today. But I will say that the defense did come up big on a lot of drives. But there was just a lot of critical plays that they just were giving up um, in crucial spots. And that's what was the killer. Those the clutch moments that you're supposed to have. You didn't have those clutch moments. And that's the one thing I will say about how our defense played. Now, our defense and our special teams were the best thing today uh, versus our offense. Our offense was absolutely horrendous and ugly. Overall players and coaching. So... Um, I'm not, that's why I'm not harping on the defense too much. Um, I do think they need to play better on some things because of how they played all year round. Uh, I, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt for the most part because of how well they played. Uh, but because of how well they played, I do want, you know, we all expect better performance to, you know, try to, you know, at least get off the field. Cause that, that four, they owned, most of the third quarter in most of the fourth quarter, and we couldn't get our offense back on the field. And, you know, they, they were sustaining drives. And you, you just don't want that. That's why our defense was getting tired. They tired our defense out at some point. And, granted, it didn't help that our offense was poor, too, because, you know, you're putting your defense back on the field multiple times. All right, enough on the defense. I'm not going to harp on them too much because they don't really deserve, you know, really much anything. I mean, I I, I have to blame, you know, I have to say it's a collective effort because it is their team, but it's it really wasn't, you know, they because of the defense and special teams um, is why you know we didn't get blown out by 50 points today. <sighs> All right, on to the uh, freaking offense. Andy Reid, what the fuck was that today? I I love you, Andy. We all do. We appreciate you. But man, I that was some Philadelphia Eagles bullshit. That was some that was some fucking coaching Alex Smith bullshit. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I get your quarterback was sick. I get Pat was sick. I you know I I'm I'm not gonna make excuse for that because he was playing. You know, I'm sure I'm sure it took a lot of energy out of him. And that that sucks that, you know, he had to unfortunately endure flu during this time, you know, because I could tell you right now, if he didn't have the flu, you know, I'm not saying the results would have been different, but our offense would have been a lot more competitive because when you're when you're, you know, and Pat was trying to compete. But sometimes I think he was mustering up a lot because he was he was gassed. He was done that he was done in that last bit of quarter. His his energy was not there, and you could just tell. You know, he was 24 for 38, 241 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, I you know, people are saying is this his worst game of his career? It's one of them. It's not the worst one. I, I will always chalk up, I will forever chalk up um the the Tennessee Titans in 2021, I will forever chalk up that being his worst performance because that was just like, that was really bad on that one. Um, but today, I mean, with him being sick, I will say that probably took something out of him. But even though with Pat's greatness, I mean, you played on a, you know, you still kind of expect him to, you know, still perform 
uh, better and better in ways. And he and he made a lot of mistakes too. I mean, he was missing wide open guys. He wasn't he wasn't hitting guys in the the right spots um, either. But the play calling didn't help him. Just a lot didn't go our way. And that's you know, and the 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 Broncos finally capitalized it. That's the one thing about the the Sunday. What was it? Thursday night game. Yeah, it was a Thursday night game. The reason why they didn't win that one, and our because our offense was playing pretty bad, they they couldn't their offense could not capitalize on our mistakes because our defense was playing very well that night. Now today was a different story. They obviously capitalized on our mistakes. Mahomes what Mahomes threw two interceptions, fumbled the ball like twice, once, whatever. I mean it, it's it was horrible. I mean, they stopped really running the ball. Pacheco. I mean, he only had eight, eight. You know, he had he did have a five five yard carry, uh, five yards average carry, and then you know, eight carries for forty yards. I think they should have fed him a little bit more, but they gave up on that real quickly once the game was starting to kind of get out of hand. Um, you know, Clyde is pointless on this team. I've said that over and over again. McKinnon has been negative yards. Um, I'm sure McKinnon's kind of frustrated with his usage, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, he's old. I mean, we can't really play him out there like that, and the screens aren't really working with him either. I mean, the screens are getting blown up pretty easily. Tony was, you know, not good on his rushing play, ran right into a fucking uh, defensive lineman or offensive lineman. Hey, oh, God. Um, the receiving, man, look. Right now, this is like this is the battle that every that a lot of Chiefs fans are having with each other is the receiving core, and I will admit it is they are very underwhelming. They are, they are very very underwhelming. And I have I have said you have to understand the circumstances, and I'm still on that. But they are. I can I think I can acknowledge that it's going to take time to develop these guys, but it is frustrating seeing the development be slow and it being so up and down, you know, MVS won't be on this team next year. You know, I, I think, I think having him that first year playing extremely well in the AFC championship was good. He's just, he just, he, you can't keep paying a guy 10 million for him to be who he is. You can't, you can't keep paying him a $10 million for him to be a guy who's just going to run go routes. But then yet he had drops today. He had crucial drops. Matter of fact, he had the fumble that was uh that caught that 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 turned over that started. He fumbled, Pat fumbled, Pat threw two picks. Just horrible. And then and then freaking McCole muffing muffing the uh muffing the damn uh, uh freaking um punt. See, I can't even fucking talk right. This is like this is why I never do live reactions after the game. But I'm just I'm fucking over this game. I want to move on from it. I don't even want to think about it tomorrow. That's why I'm fucking doing this shit now. <sighs> Kelsey, I mean Pat. I, I get Pat's always gonna try to feed Kelsey, but man, we gotta find other guys, man. And there were times where Pat, Pat, dude, you gotta look all around the field. I know, so you know, there was a play. There was like two plays where Pat, where Sky was wide open. And Pat didn't even look. I didn't even look his way. And I don't care if the play is not designed to go there. Pass the ball. If you look look around the field, if you see a dude open, pass him the ball. And then there was a time where Kadarius Tony was even just calling for, it and he was wide the fuck open. 
but again, that's the lack of trust, and it's it's the growing pains, and it, I don't know what's going to give. When I mean, we know Rasheed Rice is probably the best receiver, honestly, on this team, but he's not enough right now because he is a rookie, and we can't rely on him like that. You know, he did have a crucial drop that that stopped the uh, that would that we were going to score, but it was a crucial drop. You know, and same with Sky Moore. I've been I've defended Sky Moore, and I I still am. I'm not giving up on him yet. But man, you got to come down with that. Pat fed you the ball perfectly. Now there were times where he he was missing you and you were wide open. But when he does give you that opportunity, you got to come down with it, dude. You have to come down with those. That right there would have scored you a touchdown, and that would have built some trust. You got to come down with that. Noah Gray did have a couple of good catches in this uh, in this game, but he, again, he's not enough. Oh, sorry, excuse me. He's not enough. Kadarius Tony was a point. I'm, I will forever be grateful for the trade because it helped contribute to a Super Bowl for that year. But it is safe to say that Kadarius Tony has is is it's who he is, and he has not been good this year either. Um, I just, I don't know what to say. Harmon did have a couple catches, but that, that muff was pretty bad on the special teams. I I've said this. I, I don't know why they brought Harmon back. He was not, he was not the answer. And I try to tell people real quick about that. Like I, I was okay with the special teams, but look, he muffed even muffed on special teams, but it's just, these are just guys and I think doing the wide receiver by committee, it's not getting guys into rhythm. You're moving guys all around all the damn time. It's not helping Pat out. It's not helping them out. It's just an overall bad sequence. They should have paid Juju in ways, but I just, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, the trade deadline's in like two or three days. I don't know if, I don't know if Brett Veach is going to make another trade. I don't know if he's just going to sit on it and just be like, look, I, this is who we are. This is where we're at. We're gonna have to make this work, but I, I, I think, I think that mindset will eventually start to become negligent, and, and it is kind of negligent to think in ways. But I've always said Brett Veach has done right by this team. If he saw an issue, he's always addressed it. When the offensive line was an issue, he addressed it. When the defense was an issue, he addressed it. You know, when we lost Tyree Kill, he went out and got guys, and made sure he put he sunk a pick on a receiver. And yeah, Juju would have became a thousand yard receiver and MVS had a balling game in the AFC championship. So, but things right now, I, I don't know. I don't know if maybe the Super Bowl of like, hey, I traded away Tyreek Hill and I drafted all these defensive guys. I don't know if maybe that got to his head and it just felt like, hey, we gotta stay lax and we, you know, we can we can do this. But no, I I, I think I don't know. I will say this, and uh, BJ Kissel tweeted this out. I don't think coming bringing a receiver in right now is going to help because it's going to take time for them to grasp onto the offense. With that being said, I do agree with that. But I agree with that if you're trading for guys like Kadarius Tony, if you're trading for guys that are this 
just experiments that just haven't really that are guys. You have to trade for established receivers if you're going to make trades like that. Because if you did hypothetically speak in tra a trade for DeAndre Hopkins, and I know that's been kind of the talk of the town, and I've said over and over again, I don't think it's going to happen. He wouldn't need time to grasp this offense because that's just who he is. Now, I did hear something about DeAndre Hopkins that I, I don't know how true this is, but I was listening to the Red Gold and Bold podcast, and they and Jeff Tadia, who's worked through the NFL, and uh, you know you have uh, Soren Petro, who you know covers a team, and he has a sports radio, eight ten sports, um, and they had Eric Eager, who's a sports analytic who you know, works close with the league too. Um, with someone's source through the team is that the reason why DeAndre Hopkins did not work out, the reason why the deal didn't work out is because he didn't, he didn't want to practice. You know, he was the guy that, hey, I, you know, I probably only do one practice a week and that's the walkthrough and I don't do anything else. And I, and I don't think that's, that, that doesn't roll with a team like this. If, if Travis Kelsey practices, Everybody else has to practice. That's that's first and foremost. And I think I think players of that caliber probably, you know, maybe DeAndre Hopkins realized that. Like, look, I I would love to be on the Chiefs, but I don't want to practice. But I know for a fact that if I had to be on the Chiefs, that I couldn't get away with that because their their guys their guys are practicing. And if I'm a guy out there missing practice, what does that make me look like? So the Tennessee Titans they abide by that and. They accommodated that need. Now, granted, there is never say never on anything. Never say never on anything. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what needs to happen. But this offense really needs to come together, and they really, really take a look. Them, they take a look at themselves in the mirror and figure out who the fuck they are. You know, they need to realize: Hey, are we going to are we going to rely on a run game and feed Pacheco? Or are we going to rely on Pat trying to get the ball to these guys? Or are we going to rely on a wide receiver by committee? Because I personally don't think it's working. I think they need to solely just focus on, you know, Justin Watson, uh, Rasheed Rice, and uh, Travis Kelsey for the most part, and that's it. And I, you know, I... I, I, I would love to put Sky out there, but I think I do think Sky needs to earn himself a couple catches, a, you know, a couple a clutch catches a game for him to get in that graces. I'm not giving up on him. That doesn't mean I'm giving up on him. I still think he's going to be fine in the long run, but, you know, things just aren't fucking looking good. And it's it, it's hard. It's it's hard to... um. It's it's hard to accept things right now. Uh, Bucker was fine. Bucker and Tommy were good. I you know can't complain about them. But Toe, man, you you gotta stop having that mindset of your returners to have to score no matter where they at. That is that is Andy Reid is not Andy Reid will never. I'm. It's like Andy Reid is too scared to say something to Dave Tobe because him and Dave Tobe have been best friends for years. And it's like he's too afraid to let tell Tobe, like, hey, how about we stop telling the guys to return and to start fair catching now? Because them trying to, you know, and Har I don't, I don't, I don't like that Harmon tweeted out, hey, I, I put the game on me. No, dude, the game's not on you. Your, your muff was crucial. 
but the game is not on you. It was a collective effort. Effort. Now, I don't think Harmon is the saving grace, and I think we all can agree to that now. But I don't know. I I, I think they need to figure something out. Um, I I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but this off, like I said, this offense needs to really, really take a look in the mirror and figure out who the fuck they are. It's you know, and I'll even say the the interior was great, but the tackles. I I I think I think this was Donovan Smith's. I think Donovan Smith had a horrendous game. Um, the one thing I will say is you know Mahomes does hold on to the ball forever in some plays, but these tackles have to know who Pat is, and they have to they can't just they can't just give up on plays that that quickly. You can't do that, you know. And they've been fine for the most part. I mean, Juwan Taylor's been fine minus his or minus his earlier penalties, but Donovan Smith is who is who he is. I I don't know if they're going to try to address tackle. Clearly, they're going to draft a receiver probably with their first pick. They they need to. I I I've said you know they need they had other needs, but I think it's probably about time to probably invest in a first round receiver, unless. Unless someone just magically appears in this second half of the season, because we are going into our second half of the season essentially, um, because we're playing Miami in Germany next week, um, we're going to review that game on Thursday like we normally do. I don't know when the team is going to be heading to Germany. You know that game's going to be played early as fuck in the morning, so well, not super early, but just early on a Sunday for me. Um. Overall grade, I, I give the game grade an F. I mean, it was horrendous. I, I can't, you know, you just don't like anything about that. You, you know, you, the streak had ended. So, and I, I talked a lot of shit. Yeah, I did. And I talked some shit to some Broncos fans. And, you know, that's what happens. And, um, you know, I, I, I personally hold my own that. And this team, I think the team will learn from it and they'll, uh, try to move on from it and, you know, hopefully don't make those same mistakes offensively, defensively, special teams, because it was a collective effort. Even though I did say that, you know, if it wasn't for this defense and the special teams that we would have a bad record. And that's a fact because our offense has been poor this, you know, year. Um, but things have to, things have to get together guys. Um, but that's going to go ahead and do it for this uh, live uh, post game live. Uh, well, it's not even live, but it's a, Immediately after the game uh, review, which I normally don't do, but uh, just so happened to do it after this game because today was just horrendous and don't like anything about that. So, all right, Chiefs Kingdom, that's going to go ahead and do it for this episode. Like I always say, connect is always real. <laughs>